Hi, everyone, and welcome to Liz Collin Reports, where we talk truth and have meaningful Minnesota conversations. On the podcast, we are digging deeper into the investigation about the border crisis, revealing Catholic charities and other NGOs or non-governmental organizations working together with the Biden administration to facilitate what's happening at the U.S.-Mexico border. The Heritage Foundation's Oversight Project investigation found that tens of thousands of illegal aliens are making their way to the U.S. thanks to these private organizations. Liz Yor is an international child advocate attorney. She joins me now to talk about what this report means and the terrible price being paid by children in all of this. Liz, thank you so much for, for being my guest today. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Glad to be here. Let's start there, Liz, with an overview of what this heritage investigation found and, and also your background that really uh, t- ties together. You've dedicated your life to protecting children. Sure. Um, I'm an attorney, child protection attorney. I've been in the field for about 35 years. I was general counsel of the Illinois Department of Children and Family Services, which is the statewide child protection welfare system. I was also general counsel at the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children and handled both national and international adoptions, um, abductions, uh, child exploitation on the Internet missing children, child trafficking. So um, I've spent my life really trying to rescue kids, protect children. And now to see what's going on, the border is just beyond the pale, beyond anything that I could ever have imagined. And this specific investigation really focused on the the patterns of, of cell phones, the, the movement uh, there. Can you, can you explain that? Sure, they did. Um, the Heritage Foundation did some geofencing, geotracking of phones that were initially in the Texas Catholic Charities uh, office and then tracked these phones by geotracking um, where they ended up. Um, the interesting thing about, and this was just a small number of phones in this small um, facility, and what they found was that these people were um, trafficked, embedded throughout the United States in all 400-plus congressional districts. Um, and in many respects, they have been really just dispersed into the interior of the United States without even being tracked um, from here on out. Um, it is a shocking and shocking um, development. Um, we're finally be able to find out what's going on because the government has told us nothing, um, neither about the numbers that are the real numbers that are coming across where these people are going. Um, We know from Custom Border Patrol, they finally disclosed that uh, since the Biden administration came into power, over 266,000 unaccompanied minor children have crossed into the United States. And let me describe for the audience what the, who these children are. These are children from approximately um, 75 different countries around the world, um, speaking, you know, in many respects, 50, 60 different languages. Um, these are very vulnerable children who've been subject to the cartel, um, subject to trauma coming up through Mexico, um, many being subject to sexual assault. Um, Vulnerable children, unaccompanied minor children, I describe them as vulnerable orphans. And in many respects, Liz, these children are um, more vulnerable than the foster children we have in the United States. 
children that have been brought into care by the state because their parents um, have abused and neglect them. These are children that don't have parents in the United States. Many of them don't even have relatives in the United States. And the shocking thing that Heritage and Veritas, uh, the Project Veritas found out, is that many of these children are being placed with sponsors that are not related to them, They have not had a background check, an FBI background check. They have no information about who these people are, where they come from. Many, in fact, I think Project Veritas said, in fact, 100% of these sponsors who are taking these unaccompanied minor children are illegal aliens themselves. Um, This is a situation fraught with child exploitation. We know human traffickers, sex traffickers, sexual predators, based on my experience, they go where the vulnerable children are. And these children are extremely vulnerable. Now, what did Project Veritas find out? They found out that in some cases, these unaccompanied minor children are 21 children were in one house, being housed in one house. Another 44 in another home. Um, one of the children had finally disclosed, she was a 16-year-old girl, that her sponsor, a woman, had been pimping her out to um, uh, strange men. Uh, this is sex trafficking. It's very, very lucrative, not only for the cartel, but for these sponsors. It is an absolute catastrophic um, emergency with in you know, in the last few two years, two hundred and sixty thousand children. Let me put that in perspective for your audience. There are four hundred thousand children in the foster care system. They are placed with foster parents. Some of those foster parents are family members. Others are people who are go through a very strenuous background check, FBI background check. They go through six to eight weeks of foster parent training. They also have unannounced uh, home visitations to make sure that uh, they're in a safe home. They also, everybody who lives in that home of the foster parent has a FBI background check. That is the care with which vulnerable, abused, and neglected children in America must go through. Contrast that with how I just described these unaccompanied minor children. And they are being driven in, bussed in, flown in to the interior of the United States, dropped off with basically strangers. And who's doing this? But NGOs like Catholic Charities and Central Baptist and other of these, you know, uh, Catholic Christian uh, charities. And the money that these charities are receiving is astronomical. For example, all Catholic organizations for unaccompanied minor children grants, the grants they received in 2022 and this year alone, all Catholic organizations received $97 million to transport to bring these children, to facilitate these children coming into the United States illegally. From 2008 until the present time, 2022, Catholic Charities and all Catholic organizations have received 
$3.1 billion in federal grants. That's federal taxpayer money. That's your money, my money that is being paid to um, these charities, not to give out of the generosity of their hearts, or you know, which is how Catholic Charities began, and many of these charities began, with people in the pews saying, yes, I will give to this charity um, to help the poor. No, these are, there are tools of the, the federal government in facilitating what I believe is human trafficking, sex trafficking, labor trafficking, and there is nobody who is following up with these children. There is nobody tracking these children. Um, it is an absolute catastrophe. And additionally, I mean, what people need to know is that of the people coming across the border with children, they're coming from not just Mexico, but 75 countries around the world. Now, we know that they're coming from Pakistan, Yemen, um, Zimbabwe. Uh, they're coming from uh, all over the world. For example, Pakistan has eight different languages that people speak. Now, what, imagine, if you will, the burden on a school system to take in illegal immigrant children from Pakistan to provide um, language assistance to teach them. Um, what does this do to our healthcare system? Um, what does this do to social service systems? What does this do to the child welfare system that is just absolutely going to explode with um, extremely vulnerable children who don't even have the safety net of a family in this country. So many questions that that, that need answers, and you you said it a catastrophe uh, be, beyond shocking uh, that that people need to care about. Just real quickly, as I was going to read a quote um, from the director of the Oversight Project and former DHS um, Oversight Council. Uh, this is from Mike Howell. He said, "Our investigation is the first ever to document the physical movement of illegal aliens into the interior of the country. What we uncovered is a mass resettlement program in which the Biden administration works hand." in hand with NGOs. It affects the entirety of the United States. Every fire dies out unless someone fans the flames. Now we know the Biden administration has help in keeping the flames at the border burning, which I think um, really did a good job of encapsulating the issue. I want to go back to that follow the money piece you were mentioning, um, which is such a big part of this story. But the drug cartel is clearly cashing in. I've heard you mention this in previous interviews, but th but those numbers are, are staggering. Well, what did we have, 100,000 last year um, of our young people who died from fentanyl poisoning? Poisoning. Poison is being brought into the United States through these cartels, through these illegal immigrants who are carrying this poison into the United States. Um, barely a word from this administration. Um, the Border Patrol and the overworked, overburdened border, border patrol has already in, uncovered and captured enough fentanyl to kill every American, every American. Um, so, you know, the, the sex trafficking, you know, the, the burden, burden on, um, our communities. Every town is a border town. We've heard it's absolutely true. Now, look, they have said approximately five million people have crossed, illegals have crossed into the United States. There have been a million, a million getaways. Now, what is so troubling about the getaways, those are people that would not stop at the Catholic Charities um, office, that would, uh, that would not get their plane ticket, all the benefits that come. And I can talk 
to your audience about the benefits, which are just staggering. These are people who wanted to avoid all those benefits and go into the United States. I, I presume that they're avoiding all those benefits um, because one, they have a criminal history of sexual exploitation of children, of women. They have a, um, they're terrorists on the terrorist watch list. They have a conviction for murder, uh, DUIs. They've been sent back from the United States to their country of origin. A million of these dangerous people are somewhere embedded into the United States. And so the numbers are staggering. Five million people, that's almost the size of both the city of Chicago and the city of Los Angeles. And we'll get into those those benefits um, here more, Liz. I'd, I'd like to do that. We did a couple of reports here for Alpha News um, last month. We were at the border um, in Texas there, but we saw these processing facilities, millions of taxpayer dollars being used there to run these facilities with the goal to get these migrants through as quickly as possible. But that was kind of the question when we were there. You know, where do they go after? But explain that a bit more, just the NGOs, the benefits they offer, but also the, the secrecy surrounding them as well, which you have to think uh, there, there's a reason for that. Yeah. I mean, and the other the other ironic, tragic thing is that um, prosecutions of human trafficking are down 22 percent this year in the federal government. The FBI is too busy, I guess, talking to Twitter to prosecute cases and investigate cases of um, child trafficking. But now this comes from, Liz, this comes directly from the Catholic Charities website and about the various things that in the benefits that they provide to illegal immigrants as they are coming in. And the assistance is absolutely, I mean, it's staggering. First of all, they get um, uh, phones, uh, they get emergency housing services, they get um, financial assistance for paying their bills. Now, this is our money paying for illegal um, immigrants. They immediately get cash assistance for um, utilities, uh, money to prevent them from being disconnected um, for electric or water bills. They get uh, clothing. They also get funeral and burial help from Catholic Charities. They get um, uh, free prescriptions. They get rental assistance. They get medical needs. They also get food, including formula, which, you know, really rattled me, th- knowing all the women who've been dr- driving all over God's green earth to get baby formula for their infants. Um, they also have all sorts of refugee services, um, psychological counseling. Um, they get <clears throat> ID cards. They get um, birth certificates. They also get driver's licenses. I mean, and the list goes on and on. Housing programs, um, uh, all sorts of additional emergency programs. Um, they're flown into wherever they so desire. Um, and so they get hotel rooms in the event that they don't have a place to stay. They have free low cost, um, meals. Um, and clothing, as I said before, um, they have additional training for um, English, uh, for employment training. I mean, why wouldn't they come across the border? They get SNAP food stamps. Um, they get an EBT and uh, debit card. They get a prepaid card. They're um, uh, able to participate in the WIC program. I mean, this is why we have the crisis we have on the border. And this comes from the Catholic Charities website. And so my concern is that 
um, unless these benefits that, you know, if you're an American citizen, try and get access to all these benefits. Um, but here they, you know, walk into these centers um, at the border and they're pro- they're provided um a get into free um, get into the United States a free card, and so um, it's astonishing what's going on. And now we're going to have a further censorship, a shutting down of any. And, and you know, Liz, yourself, when you go to the border, how difficult it is. Um, uh, except for the you know brave border patrol agents who may tell you what's really going on to find out what's going on behind the closed doors of Catholic Charities and Central Baptist and all the other NGOs and Soros programs and UN programs. Yeah, when, when we were there, they wouldn't let our they wouldn't let our cameras uh, inside. We, we did ask and they, they didn't want to they want to take part in the story. Mm-hmm. And they also get and this is this is what is extremely frustrating. They also get free legal services in the event that they have to go before an immigration court. So, you know, it's, um, you know, this is startling information. It was even for me to read about. Um, you, but, you know, your audience, your audience are free thinkers. You know, they, they will go and find the information where they need to go and find the information. But um, there's so much more that needs to be disclosed about the border. Um, our country is being collapsed, our culture, our society. Um, we are going to pay for decades as a result of this crisis. And, you know, there's virtually, you know, little that can be done. Um, you know, I was happy to see that the minority team committee in the Senate, how um, I think it's the HH Homeland Security Committee, um, did an investigation into um, the border and indeed found that Human trafficking is going on. Indeed found that there are no background checks of the people who are taking care or supposedly taking care of these children. So um, it's been a slow and steady drip, drip, drip of staggering information. But I'll tell you, the slow drip is not at the border. Right now, right at this very minute, there are 20,000 people waiting to cross over. And further down in Mexico, we're told that there are approximately 150,000 who are um, traveling up through Mexico to cross the border. I mean, these numbers are staggering. Um, right now, I think many people are being hidden in homes, hidden in um, uh, hotels, I know they are in Chicago, um, and so they're being absorbed. But once they're, you know, free to leave, um, we're going to see the impact of bringing in vulnerable people, um, many of whom are completely illiterate, um, don't speak the language, and um, have no are in a culture in an in a in a his a country that they don't know our history, they don't know you know our legal system. Um, and so buckle up, Americans. This is, um, this is, I think, the crisis that will really, um, shake our culture and society, uh, for generations. And we have now the, the governor of Texas after all of this uh, announcing an investigation or having the attorney general investigate these NGOs in Texas. But as you're saying, it's almost too little too late as people have let it gone on as long as it has. But do you have advice then for Catholics, you know, specifically here in Minnesota? You know, what can people do to speak out and try to get to the bottom of this and, and try to get it to stop? Yeah, I do. Um, a couple things. I think um, Catholics have to close their walls to Catholic charities. Um, they need to talk to their pastors and bishops and write them. 
um, objecting to the conduct of Catholic charities and all Catholic organizations, immigration um, on both sides of the border, by the way, um, and and to really communicate with their legislators to um, close off the funding to these NGOs. Um, if you can uh, close the spigot, and then we're going to see, um, you know, the trickle down effect of you know the numbers slowing down. But the spigot has got to be closed off to Catholic charities um, because they're one of the largest ones that are operating. And you know, interestingly, you know, the three billion dollars is what the um, bishops in the United States paid out in clergy sex abuse cases in the settlements over the last you know twenty years. And now we have, over the last 20 years, $3 billion in federal grants um, to, uh, the, to the Catholic Charities, to the Bishop's Conference. Um, so, you know, they've been replenished. Um, but um, it's we've got to use our voices. We have got to insist that this stops for the sake of our children, for the sake of our society, for the sake of our schools. You can't imagine what this is going to do on the you know safety and security of our cities, our streets, our communities, the uh, our small towns. Um, these are you know many those million gotaways. I'm just extremely concerned about um, the the tragedy that is just around the corner, and so we've got to move quickly. And you know this is the other thing I know in speaking to groups, Liz, that the American people have a, a big heart, and they're always saying to me, Liz, what can I do for human trafficking? What I, this has got to stop. I think you know this is. I, I urge people to open their eyes um, to, you know, if they see something, say something. The local sheriffs and the local police departments um, are not part of the deep swamp. They, they are the ones on the front line. Call them, communicate with them, um, build task force with the citizens and the local sheriffs and police departments. That's where it's going to have to start at the local level, because we've seen, you know, what the FBI is doing these days and the CIA. They're more interested in moms at school boards than they are about protecting us at the border um, and protecting us from terrorists. So um, that's what I would urge people to do. Yes, pray. Um, close your wallets. Um, and really keep your eyes open and start thinking creatively. You know, there, we always talk about that Catholic imagination that comes up with solutions. Um, and, you know, I would urge the good people um, that, you know, can be foster parents to step up and be foster parents. Um, and there's just a whole host of things that can be done. Um, but we need to start, you know, really shouting from the rooftops that the border needs to be secure, the border needs to be closed. And um, the American people should not stop shouting from the rooftops until it happens. And tell our audience also, Liz, where people can follow your important work. I'm on all platforms, Twitter, Getter, to Social Gab under Elizabeth Yore, Y-O-R-E, my last name, and my website where a lot of information is to how to protect kids, Yore, Y-O-R-E, children.com. And by the way, I just posted on my website the Minority Homeland Security Report on the border, um, so if anybody's interested in reading it. 
Well, thank you. Great advice uh, for, for our viewers and our, our listeners today. Uh, we appreciate uh, the, you know, the fight you've been, you've been fighting for, for so long, and I think you're opening a lot of eyes uh, along the way, Liz. So thank you so much for, for being my guest. Thank you, Liz. You're opening a lot of eyes as well. And that will do it for this episode of Liz Collin Reports. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.